Hello, welcome back to Everything Works Out. I really felt the love on my last episode, so thank you for listening. I thought today I would come back to you guys with some more tips relating to the world of freelancing. I wanted to take a moment to pause for a second to shout out some countries that have recently appeared on the analytics for this show. So shout out to Iceland because apparently everything works out is number 28 on the charts under entrepreneurship, which is so cool. So thank you so much for listening. Also, shout out to the UK and Germany for also showing up at the top of the list. So if you guys are listening from any of those three places, this is a big thank you to you. Because you guys like the cold email episode so much, I thought I would continue on the track of sharing some helpful information that I have learned. So today's episode is going to be 10 things I wish I knew before I started freelancing. So a little background info about me, I freelanced for a couple of years as my main gig and now I work a full-time job as well as freelance on the side. So throughout those years, I've definitely learned a lot of things that I wish I knew before I started freelancing. So if you're trying to make the transition from a nine to five to freelancing full-time, or if you just wanna freelance on the side, maybe this can be where you start. So let's get into it. I'm going to list the 10 points now, and then we will get into a bit of a longer deep dive on each piece of advice further in this episode. On my list, I have the following. One, be open about your rates. Two, network, network, network. Three, under promise and over deliver. Four, charge per project. Five, do not say yes to everything. Six, don't do free work. Seven, add value wherever you can. Eight, collect testimonials. Nine, open all files the minute you receive them. Ten, stay organized for tax season. All right, so getting into the first point, be open about your rates. This is definitely something that's hard to figure out. And it is definitely something that I like to talk to my friends who freelance about. So I think it's important to be open about what you charge so that if anyone asks you, they have a good benchmark as to what they should be charging. Because a lot of the times we undercharge for what we are doing. A calculation you could use to find your base rate, and when I mean base rate, this is what you need to make at the minimum, so you definitely have to think about your expenses and other things like that when you are thinking about your hourly rate as a freelancer, but you could use the calculation 40 hours per week times 52 weeks a year equals 2,080 hours. Then you'll take your salary that you want to earn a year 
So let's just say that's 75k. So you'll take 75k divided by the 2,080 hours to get $36 per hour. And that will be your base hourly rate. I'll put that calculation in the show notes so you can have a reference to how to calculate it for yourself. But again, this is a base hourly rate. So definitely put into consideration your expenses, insurances, all that jazz before deciding on what you actually want to charge. The next point I listed is network, network, network. And that's exactly what it means. Make sure that you are DMing, you're cold emailing, you're adding people on LinkedIn, you're following people on Instagram, you're commenting on TikTok posts, anywhere that you can be seen. And don't feel afraid to reach out to people that you're fans of and say that you like their content, say that you want to work with them, say that you follow them and you're wishing them success in their business. Make friends online. That is definitely a great way to network. The third point I had was under promise and over deliver. This is something that I realized is actually so important, not only in freelancing world, but in regular nine to fives as well. You never want to show all your cards at the beginning. So keep your secret talents hidden until the right moment. Another big thing I've learned is to charge per project rather than an hourly rate. Now, this depends on what you're working on, but a lot of the times I've realized it's way better to charge per project because you can maximize your talents and your time. If something takes you two hours to do because you are just skilled at your trade and can complete something in two hours that maybe normally would take someone else four hours, you shouldn't be penalized for working hard and smarter. So definitely charge per project to ensure that you get the compensation that you want and that you deserve. One that I definitely have struggled with is to not say yes to everything. And when you're starting out, it's definitely hard to not say yes to every project that comes your way. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing at first to try to get exposure and just build your portfolio. But when you are overworking yourself and just taking on a bunch of clients, you're not going to have time to do the best job that you can do. So just make sure that you are totally balanced and your time is not being spread thin. My sixth point is to not work for free unless you are trying to build your portfolio. I don't believe in working for free, but I do think when I was a student and I did a couple of small projects here and there for free or for trade purposes with other artists, it allowed me to build my portfolio and have something on my resume in a time where maybe I was not actually working in the field yet. So I would just be mindful with this point Definitely don't do free work if you're busy and you're trying to make an income for yourself on your art. But if you're trying to grow your portfolio and are able to do trades with other artists for some work, it's definitely a good option. But again, just be mindful of your time and 
what your time costs. Another thing that I've had to learn, especially being somebody who is more on the shy, introverted side, it's to stand up for what you believe in, which is my seventh point about adding value wherever you can. People are coming to you because they think you know best and you probably do know best. So don't be afraid to share your opinion or offer up different solutions when you think something isn't working. A fun one that I've actually just started implementing myself is point eight, which is collecting testimonials. I had never thought to do this in the past until literally this year, but I opened up a Google form on my business email address, and I will just send that link to my clients asking them to review my services, or if they just want to leave a sweet message, they can do that as well. And that's a really easy way to keep all your testimonials in one place and allow people to fill out a form and send it off without having to send you an email or send you a text or anything like that. So I would definitely recommend opening up a Google Forms or something along the lines of that to collect reviews on your services or your business. You can then use these on your Instagram or on your LinkedIn or basically anywhere where you want to show that you have credibility. Now, this is kind of a funny one, but point nine is to open all files the minute you receive them. I have done this in the past where I don't want to open the email and seem too eager. So I'll wait till the next morning and open it, realizing that none of the files that they sent me are opening or I'm not on any of the folders. And then I have to send a little awkward email asking for access. So just check any links that come through right away so you can catch when you are not properly given access and can ask for it right away. This also will stop you from wasting time waiting for people to email you back. So definitely a good point in my opinion. Now, I have had my fair share of mental breakdowns over tax season. And I feel like I am never organized when it comes around, even though every time I do my taxes, I tell myself that I will be organized for the next one. For some reason, I never am. And I'm missing documents. I'm missing receipts. So I would just say that this is probably the most important point in this entire episode. Stay organized. Keep your receipts. Make a Google folder with all the information or a Notion page with everything tracked in it from the year. And just make sure that you are prepared so you are not overpaying on your taxes when it comes around because that is the most tragic thing to happen to a freelancer. And those are the 10 things I wish I knew before I started freelancing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want me to dive into any of the topics I discussed, let me know on Instagram at everythingworksoutpod. Everything is always in the show notes, so you can go there if you want to see where to follow us. And until next week, get those jobs, 
get paid and live life like everything works out. Bye.